Hey, what's up, Bravaholics? It's Sam. I'm coming to you live and solo today to talk about some things in the Bravo universe. So let's get right on into it. We've got the Summer House trailer. We've got Southern Charm wrapped up. And we have some Southern Hospitality to discuss so, um, let's first start by talking about that Summer House trailer because it is explosive. I am very much looking forward to this season. It's um, going to be interesting because like throughout the summer we see some dynamics. You know, we'll have Craig and Paige and that whole narrative of does she want to leave or not? Um, and will she relocate to Charleston or what's happening there we saw part of that too on southern charm this season but i'll get into that later um we also see rifts between kyle and amanda and kyle kind of treating amanda like her opinion doesn't matter which is so strange to me because i just watched winter house last month i think we finished watching that and that was filmed in march of 2023 and then Summer House starts filming in July of 2023. And everything seemed pretty good with Kyle and Amanda at Winter House. They were finding their rhythm, figuring out like when Amanda comes and goes because she doesn't need to be there the whole time because she doesn't want to be there the whole time. But Kyle does because that's his MO and that is his comfortability level. And like everything seemed good there, especially with like, was she pregnant or not? And she obviously ended up not being pregnant. So I don't know what's happening there, but that was not cool. I also apologize. My dog apparently cannot leave me alone right now while I'm recording. So if you hear her in the background, so sorry. Um, we have some new men again this summer. Justice for Sam. Why is she not on this season of Summer House? I'm very upset by that. I loved her last season. I thought she was a great addition. She was not great when she came on Winter House. I'll give her that. But in her defense, Corey, he's the problem. And if you didn't know, they are broken up. Um, but, like, where is Sam? I liked her vibes. I liked her added in. <sighs> so that's annoying. Um, I'm also interested to see the comeback of Danielle and Lindsay's friendship because obviously that like they started healing it at some point during um those times after the reunion and before production of this coming season of Summer House and since the Carl Lindsay breakup um I know that they've really gotten back to being besties again and we've seen them featured in a lot of things and doing things together so that's um great for the girls and then, as we all know, the big kicker is the Carl and Lindsay of it all. The fact that that motherfucker waited to do it on camera, to have it filmed. He's acting and making Lindsay out to be the bad guy. And we've seen her be the bad guy. We have. You know, we saw the sandwiches during COVID. We've seen her in different relationships. But I think it was overall a toxic relationship on both parts. I do not think it was just Lindsay. There's a lot of Carl 
that is toxic that we just don't talk about because he got sober. And I'm proud of him for maintaining his sobriety. And I think that's a good choice for him. Um, But he still has some traits that aren't, that I don't know if he's taking responsibility for as well. Like it seemed in the trailer um, that it was a lot of blaming Lindsay for it being tumultuous and that she was going to just play this a certain way and play the victim. And I'm like, oh, that's gross, gross behavior, sir. So I still honestly have no idea why they broke up. It was obviously him. She was not feeling it. So clue us in, buddy. Would love to know what happened there. But I'm looking forward to that. A few weeks until that starts. I believe it starts February 22nd. Oh, and I will be with the girl. He's on a girl trip. So maybe we'll be watching it then. Um, Yeah, so excited for that. Also, this episode is not about Vanderpump, but Vanderpump comes back on Tuesday in a week from today. And I'm so excited. And I know Gabby is too. So we'll have that in the rotation next week. Amazing. All right, next up, Southern Charm. Southern Charm, girly pops. This season was a lot. Um, The main things were the Austin and Taylor of it all, and then Austin and Olivia, and what happened in between. Um, But overall in the reunions, my biggest takeaways were like, I guess just this past November at BravoCon, like Shep was drunk the entire time. Um, and I, I guess that was finally a wake-up call to his Peter Pan syndrome. I don't know. I don't know if he'll ever fully grow out of his Peter Pan syndrome, but I guess he's no longer taking shots. Um, a la Mia from Potomac. So good on both of you because um, honestly, shots are bad. Shots are bad for people. Um, but yeah, I still, I struggle with Shep. I always will. Same with Austin. I will always struggle with what redeeming qualities they have and what trash human beings they also are. Okay, moving on. I'm done. I have zero respect for Taylor. Absolutely none. It started last week when she's trying to bring Olivia down in part one about having um a one sexual encounter with Thomas Ravenel, which disgusting, obviously. Blech, Olivia, honey. But that's in the past. I think it happened, um, I thought she said when she had graduated college, but I could also be making that up. We're all dumb in making dumb choices at 22. So, yeah. But she only ever told Olivia, or uh, Olivia only ever told Taylor and she wanted to keep it under wraps and Taylor decided that's what she's going to bring to light at the reunion because she thought that would make Olivia look bad, but really it just made Taylor look bad and like a shitty friend. So that was not the icing on the cake with her, but I just don't follow the logic. Taylor is sitting here crying woe is me. I don't get why Olivia doesn't want to be my friend. And then she does yet another stupid thing like that. Girl, self-reflection is key. No wonder she doesn't want to be your friend. I I don't get what you don't get. But once more, I digress. Let's talk about Mr. Jarrett Thomas, JT. I fucking hate that man with a passion. 
When he first started out by saying this is going to be a fuckboy exorcism. Sir. Sir. You too are a fuckboy. I don't care that you think that because you were married and you got divorcing. You think that you are not a fuckboy. But like this whole season and you outing the Olivia or of the Taylor Austin thing was because you wanted to get closer to Taylor. Like do not tell me for one second that was not your goal because I'm not going to buy anything but the truth. And that's, that's my truth on the situation. So I'm sticking to it. Um, but he really just sat there and watched that fire burn, um, at the reunion of the mess that he didn't necessarily make because he didn't make those choices, but he instigated it. And in this season finale, when he got on the chair, cause he's small and he wanted to get up at Austin's size on the chair. Like, he was trying. He was baiting him. He wanted Austin to hit him. He wanted to provoke him. And you cannot, once more, prove me otherwise. Because you don't act a fool that way unless you want to provoke somebody. Period. Done. Um, Craig is the number one guy in the group. Stan will always stand. Even when Craig is being stupid and thinks like pandas aren't real and is perhaps a QAnoner, he's still funny. He's still really not doing terrible things like the other men in the show and like other men on Bravo. So he's the number one guy in the group. Um, same. Lava didn't do much for me this season, but she really never does. Like she has in the past couple seasons, which is fine. Um, but it is interesting to watch her on Southern Charm and then go watch her on Southern Hospitality. She's kind of like Lisa Vanderpumping it right now. And then Madison and Vanita, my queen bees. I love them so much. When Vanita said, I'm not going to go tell my mama I'm considering dating someone if I'm not fucking them. Truer words have never been said. Furthering my point that there is more to the Taylor Austin situation, even though they both promise that this is all it was. And allegedly Shep believes them. I don't. And Olivia doesn't. So that's it. Shep and Austin, I do not think are friends anymore. Like it didn't seem that way at BravoCon. It did not seem that way at the reunion. It's interesting. But I, and I get it. I get why Shep is angry and how Austin handled everything. But isn't Shep the ultimate fuckboy? I'm I'm confused on this dynamic once more. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, I got a big, big note on this one. Um The Olivia Bra saga at Austin's house. I I believe it. She was comfortable, her brother had just passed. She was finding comfort in Austin, even though Austin had fucked her up um, and, like, did whatever he did with Taylor. She still found comfort because they have that losing a sibling in common. It, it makes sense to me. I don't think that they did anything together. I really don't. Like, she took her bra off and she was like, throw it out. And as the girls were like, was it a beige bra? It makes sense. Like, yeah. Um... I struggle because it does seem like Olivia is giving a pass to Austin and then doubling down on Taylor. 
And um, Rodrigo also made a comment about this. I, I love him. He was great. I hope he comes back next season. Um, they And him and Olivia had some words to exchange. You know, she told him to F off or F you or whatever it was. But I, I do kind of agree. But in the same breath, Olivia was going through a lot this season with the passing of her brother. And then Taylor, who she considered like a sister, then betrayed her. And I know that's part of the confusion there because she's then going back to Austin for comfort. Even though he had that part to play in kissing or whatever with Olivia or with Taylor. I keep doing that. The two blondes, I'm really confusing sometimes. Um, but Austin and Taylor did whatever they did. It's just like kind of a pass to Austin. And I don't like that because he's always getting a damn pass. And he is, one, a Muppet mouth. Two, kind of also a loser. I'm sorry. That's so mean. But like what, Austin, sir, another Peter Pan syndrome. Why? Why do you think it's okay to behave this way? I just don't get it. And in such a small town, like I've been to Charleston. It's not a big place. It's a college town. It's everybody knows everybody. It Like the dating pool is small. I don't understand how they didn't think this would get out. But I can't keep doing that. Anyway. So I think that Olivia and Austin are definitely drawn to each other because of that similar bond that they have about having a dead sibling. And now, after the season aired, um, or wrapped, whichever one you want to call it, um, then Taylor's brother also passed. So I know like that's really hard because that's something that her and Olivia could be there for, but they are in such a bad place. I don't know if they're going to come back from it. But anyway, um, obviously we I am not able to tell anyone how to cope and how to grieve and all of that. But it is really, I'm sure, hard to be in that situation as Olivia, but also as Taylor. As much as I do not have respect for her um, actions this season, I do feel for her. So I'm kind of hoping that they're able to salvage some sort of friendship there. But only time will tell. Um, I think that's all on that. And I love Southern Charm. It brings me lots of giggles a lot. Um, I would love for Shep to no longer be on my screen. Same with Austin Kroll. Keep everybody else. Maybe not JT. Um, and then bring in some new New peeps, I don't need Whitney anymore. I don't need Miss Patricia. I do not need Shep and Austin. But do you know who I need? Craig, Paige, Madison and Vanita. And really, you could just replace everybody else. I'd be okay with that. Um, I really wish Cam and Chelsea were back on it, but I know like they're living their best lives as moms, so that's not going to happen. All right, switching gears, Southern Hospitality. There have been several episodes of kind of like the same BS. Uh, Maddie thinks Trevor is the end-all be-all. Trevor is the biggest fucking scumbag loser I have ever seen. And I know these kids are young, okay? I know they're in like their mid to late 20s. They're young, they're dumb, they're living their best lives. But goddamn, 
The proof is in the pudding, ma'am. There are videos, evidence. You cannot really alter a video that much to make it look like he was doing those things when he wasn't because he was doing those things. And he has a track record of doing these things. I cannot. I I cannot. (sighs) She's dumb. She's also not doing a good job at work. And then she's getting mad like, oh, Emmy's trying to come and steal my job. No, Emmy's just seeing the opportunity when you suck and you're not there. And she wants more responsibility at Republic. So I don't mind that. Joe Bradley, you need to stop dating girls at Republic. Period. End of story. I'm done with you. Um, last week, the week before, I don't know. There's been like these swirling rumors that that ocean, ocean, I don't like him either. Let's get that straight away out there. Cannot stand that man. No, thank you. And it makes sense. Maddie brought him in. Can't stand her right now either. So birds all flutter, flop. Birds of a feather flock together. <sighs> can't, can't handle those people. But anyway, Ocean started this rumor. I don't even think I'm saying his name right. <laughs> Whatever. Um, that Will was making out with a girl at Joe Bradley's apartment? At Bradley's apartment? Out? I don't remember the story completely. Um, and then Mia gets involved. And like as Emmy's best friend, I didn't think she would like go so hard for her this narrative but she did and she got in contact with the girl and apparently it's true according to mia but emmy's like no absolutely not and like believes her boyfriend and i don't care which way is true i just want them happy but like if uh, if emmy truly believes will okay let it go like there i don't know there's a difference between like the trevor maddie situation to me with all of the proof that is there text messages, videos, the girl coming and talking to everybody at Republic about it versus the Will situation that there has been no proof minus allegedly this girl texting Mia that is true. I don't know. It's a little sus to me, but like, whatever. Speaking of Mia, her boyfriend was not in this episode. I know he's technically not her boyfriend, but they're dating. He's hot. Get it, Mia. You go, girl. Maybe getting fired was good for you because you have a normal nine to five job and you really don't need to be working at Republic, but that's fine. Um, the kids are heading to Miami, so that'll be fun. They are going to get into some sort of antics. Last season when they went on a little like day trip or wherever they went, they got in so much trouble with Leva. And like I said, they're young and dumb and fun. So I can't wait for this trip. Um, finally, Grace Lily is always a wild vibe. I love her. She is so in her own world, in her own element, just truly being herself. And I love her. But this boyfriend that she has, um, yeah, we need to get rid of him. I'm pretty sure she did in this past episode um, because he is extremely controlling and... Grace Lily should not be on a leash. She should be able to live in her little fairyland and get wavy, baby. Okay? So, those are my thoughts. Um, I'm trying to get other people to come on my mini-sodes. 
Um, so you don't just have to hear my voice twice a week because that would be annoying. But um, this is, I guess, technically the first mini-sode because I messed up the last time. And, um, well, that wasn't a mini-sode. So, or I deleted it, whatever I may have done. But um, as always, rate, review, subscribe to the pod, follow us on Instagram at the Bravaholics Pod, and we will catch you later this week with our normal full-length episode. Bye!